Hello, everyone, and welcome to the WFR Marriage Podcast, a conversation about marriage for marriage. I'm your host, Jonathan Wallace, and I'm joined here with my beautiful wife, Tara, and my good buddy, Trey, and his slightly inebriated wife. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Medicated. Medicated. Fighter bites. Fighter bites are not fun. (laughs) Uh, The question is, did you forgive the spider? That's the question. Um... We'll find out by the end of this podcast. <laughs> there you go. There you go. They're going on vacation next week to the beach, and my first thought was, now she's going to go get in the water, and flesh eating bacteria is going to get in the way. Oh, wow. Um, we will rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> Forgive him right yeah. now. Just, this, whole po- this whole podcast is going to be about forgiveness of one yeah. another, I guess. So. All right, guys. So let's talk about forgiveness. Anybody know what it is? I have an idea of what it is. I like to put that in words. Well, um, it's forgiveness is the decision to pardon an offense and give up the right to be repaid. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Some good general basic definition. Mm-hmm. That is, that's that's pretty easy to read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just send it to everybody. So. Yeah, that's, that's the dictionary standard, How right? How easy is it to do? Mm-hmm. When you're in the moment... And that's pretty hard to do. Well, let me let me read it again slowly. So, because forgiveness is the decision. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. It's the decision to pardon an offense and give up the right to be repaid. Mm-hmm. So, I can think uh, just off the top of my head a couple of times, probably two significant times in my life where I really had to pardon someone's offense that really. Uh, hurt me, and one was uh, my stepdad, who was abusive and talking as a young kid right. uh, to my mother and to me and my uh, two older sisters. And um, so, uh, fast forward probably ten years later, I was a teenager, uh, wasn't a Christian yet. I saw him at a bar of all places, and my first instinct was not to pardon the offense, but to mm-hmm. retaliate and to get even, take take vengeance, and that was my intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fast forward another ten years, I'd become a Christian about a year later after I saw him. I see him again, and then uh, my first instinct was to pardon his offense, even though I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. It was a decision that I made because I was conscious of God. Now, fast forward another 10 years in my marriage, uh, and Anna could reciprocate this. This could go either way, but uh, it was another significant hurt in my life when she had uh, the affair. And my first instinct was, well, maybe I should go have my own affair, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and to get even. But it's not what I did. Uh, right. At some point, I was able to make that same decision and to pardon the offense. Mm-hmm. And the the thing about it being a decision also with forgiveness, it's not when you forgive someone, that doesn't mean that the receiver of forgiveness has necessarily changed or is going to. Because in both of those instances for Trey, the first one with his stepdad, as far as we know, nothing has ever changed. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, there's been nothing, for any, that, you, know. you know, anything even, even different. But then on the other part, in our marriage, obviously, I did change. Um, but that wasn't why forgiveness was ever granted or extended. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Tara? Hey, I'm, I'm over here. Have you forgiven me? <laughs> yeah. We, we have to forgive each other every day. I'm going to say that. And that's a decision that we, um, we have to make because we're not perfect people. 
and of course I know I'm not I don't mm-hmm. I don't think he is either but we made the decision that we were going to forgive each other and not stay mad and you know carry that torch um every single day that's right so. Mm-hmm. well so all right so if forgiveness is a decision and we pardon somebody how often should we pardon them Mm-hmm. Seventy times seven. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's what Jesus said, and which I don't think that means four hundred ninety yeah. times. But I just think his point there was um, don't necessarily don't keep score, don't keep track. You know, mm-hmm. don't worry about how many times. But I think he was more concerned about the why behind mm-hmm. it. You know, and, and and the why would be more about thinking that it's more beneficial for you to forgive. Like, you, you have more benefits to forgive than the person that hurts you has benefits mm-hmm. from it. Like, the only benefit from the person who hurt you was just being released from it. But you have so many more benefits from it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about that verse 70 times 7. I think that could be translated into as many times as it takes. Mm-hmm. Like, because 70 times 7 or whatever, it could be for the same offense. That's, like, that's you have to, to choose. Because you don't, we cannot forget. Like, yeah. we're, we're not going to forget things that have hurt us. So every time the memory and the pain from the memory comes back, we have to choose again to forgive that. Right. Um, Think about how how many times does Christ forgive me? Mm. Like, I mean, it's a constant thing. So if he's good enough to forgive me, why can't I have the heart to forgive others? And, I mean, I guess the world puts puts it on your plate that you should, you know, they keep hurting you. You just need to throw them away. And But how are they going to ever know what Christ is like if they don't see that forgiveness? They may, you know, your stepfather may never, ever, ever, you know, get to that point. But... You're doing the right thing, and that's what's important. Yeah, I think so many people look at this verse, and they look it through their eyes. Like, you know, well, I mess up all the time. People should forgive me. And I've talked to so many people that don't get it on the other side, right? Uh, They don't think that that is applicable to them because they really hurt me deep or Mm -hmm. something like that. And that last part of that verse, when you skip down and get down to verse 35, that's the scariest part Mm -hmm. for me. Um, And I never really connected those that thought to my spouse until a few years ago when it says this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart like you won't be forgiven if you're not forgiving people yeah. regularly that's a sobering thought to think about it is. you know it mm-hmm. is it is you can and, it, and there's debate you know whether that's like theologically whether that's talking about salvation or just fellowship. But either way, you're not going to be forgiven. Well, for me, it's just the evidence of, of Christ in your life, right? right. If, if we're putting that cloak on of Christ, that is a staple of what he did and who he was mm-hmm. and what he preached when he right. was here. So, and yeah. when you have that cloak and when you have that, I'm going to call it a peaceful heart mm-hmm. and the heart of Christ, I, Ephesians 4.31, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. So, you know, I think if you have that heart that Christ wants you to, wants you to have, 
how in the world do you not forgive somebody? Because it will tear, it will eat at you. Mm-hmm. No matter if it was, you know, your fault, if we get in a fight and mm-hmm. it's it's my fault, it's going to tear at me until I say, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm sorry. Man, uh-huh. You can't, a kingdom divided against itself will not yes, stand. Yeah. And you can't proclaim this and do something else to complete all right and, and Tara, as you were saying that i was looking at hebrews twelve fourteen. It, it talks about living at peace with every, everyone mm-hmm. uh, and work at living a holy life uh, look after each other so that you uh, so that none of you fails to receive the grace of god watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you so i could have you know carried that anger on and bitterness mm-hmm. towards my stepdad uh, that was abusive and that turned into bitterness and just beat the fire out of him when, right. I, when mm-hmm. I saw him and it just turned into this big ugly deal and I could have went and had an affair to get even with mm-hmm. Anna and say well you know we're now we're even and, and that right. caused bitterness and carry over into uh, being bitter towards each other and then probably eventually to our kids and grandkids and mm-hmm. so it's, that's what it's talking about bitterness grows up to trouble many mm-hmm. you know you know this is kind of crazy that I got bit by a spider last week and we're talking about this because I just thought of thinking about what it's been like with a spider bite it's been a week since it showed up in here last thursday i was like look at this these black dots on my legs they just showed up um and so over the course of a week and thinking about that verse about how that bitter root starts to grow at first i felt nothing right i never even knew i got bit um didn't know what it was it i could touch it it didn't hurt it wasn't there was nothing it was just there and then the next day it started itching a little bit and i started scratching and i was able to even scratch enough to get some of that black out and it was like this hard root if you want to call it that like it was the source of what was causing this and as the days the course of seven days like this thing has started eating away a hole in my leg and growing and spreading even under my skin and itching like crazy like it's the crazy and if i never if i wouldn't have gone to the doctor today to get medicine to get rid of the bitter root the root the thing that's causing this it was going to spread to my whole body and it could possibly end end up really really bad people have died from Mm -hmm. spider bites not taking care of it not going to the source and get rid of it and so i think with forgiveness or if we're struggling with unforgiveness and not forgiving someone, not realizing, taking the hold off, like they need to, I'm holding this over them because I need vengeance or I need to be repaid for the, what they've done to me. That is coming from that a bitter root and it is defiling you. That's right. And then all of your family, the people that you don't even intend for it to defile or harm, it's harming them. It's not harming the person that you're holding this bitterness against or unforgiveness. It's not harming them at all. When Trey and I were going through our marital problems, I mean, I can tell you, I knew he hadn't forgiven me. And it wasn't, he wasn't pleasant to be around during that time. But I was good because I knew where I was at with God. Mm-hmm. Like, it really wasn't harming me the way that I could physically see it hard like he was in a downward spiral and it was all because of that root that begun and if he hadn't given it to the great physician to heal it mm-hmm. uh, it would have just continued to grow we could have gotten divorced 
and he would still have it. That's right. The flesh-eating disease. <laughs> you, 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 we, earlier we were saying, you said, I'm tired. I don't know how good this is going to be. But there you go. Got all these analogies. And, hey, maybe, like maybe it's the roll. Holy Spirit thing. Yeah. Like I got bit by a spider. Yeah. Like, it just popped into my head. Like, so, boy. Know, I spoke on uh, last week at Reengage. I spoke on bitterness, and one of the statements I made was, the antidote to bitterness is forgiveness. Right. I mean, that's how if you want to get rid of bitterness, you better go back and, and the medicine is forgive yeah. where the forgiveness is due. Right. And that will that will help yeah. sniff out that bitterness. Yeah, back to what we were saying. It really yeah. is better for you than it is the it other is. person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, as what's, a, what's the quote that we always hear? Like it's it's like taking broken glass and squeezing it in your hand like that's the image. Like it's mm-hmm. self-destructive. Mm-hmm. You know, it hurts you, not the other person. Right. Yeah. As a child, I was molested. So I kind of, you know, had that same thing that you had going on. And, um, you know, I had to see the guy that did it, you know, over and over and over. And as I grew up, you know, the hurt and the pain was still there. But I had never forgiven him for what had happened. And so... That had an effect in every part of my life, and especially in our marriage. So mm-hmm. when, you know, I, it kind of came to a head and it hit rock bottom, I actually, when I got to that point of forgiving, and, you know, I, I haven't forgotten what happened because I think right. that's made me stronger, but I have forgiven, and mm-hmm. I'm okay, and I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. And so that's healed part of you know, our marriage as much as it's healed me. So forgiveness can blame other things mm-hmm. and not just yourself. Yeah, I've so. heard uh, heard it called uh, inner vows. Yeah. You know, there's something that's significant like that happened, what we just described with my stepdad or mm-hmm. with you, to where when something, you get married later on and something yeah. happens that yep, kind of right. triggers that. And all of a sudden, we're, we're turning that bitterness towards our spouse and towards mm-hmm. our marriage, you mm-hmm. know, and that's kind of the idea. Like, it's it's so much easier to yeah. forgive, if you really think about it, than yeah. it is yeah. to hold on to that, that ugly bitterness, you know. Yeah. Um, you're going you're gonna to pay for it in the long run, right? You're eventually, mm-hmm. it's really going to get unhealthy if you don't forgive. Yeah. And so it's better to go ahead and knock it out early mm-hmm. and make that decision. And you know, one of the questions we have here is how hard is that decision to pardon an offense? You know, that's going to vary, I think, not so much from the offense itself, but from our walk in Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's always going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wouldn't be forgiveness if it wasn't, if it wasn't it hard. Something. You know? And yeah. it's just like you have to think about the gospel. You have to think about Christ. Like how hard was it for him to do what he did for us mm-hmm. and forgive us? for a whole lot more than what That's right. somebody hurt us. We didn't deserve mm-hmm. it. And so if, if it was easy, then it would be much of a, a call to be a Christian just to, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's easy. So it's no big deal. But when it's hard, uh, I think you start to realize uh, how much of a Christ follower I am, you know. Yeah. So if it is hard, let's just kind of popcorn around. Why is it so hard? What makes it so hard? Gosh, that's a hard question. I think it's because it, we have this false idea that somehow we're self we're protecting ourselves from future hurt mm-hmm. if we hold on to it. It's a way we're it's something we're grasping at to try to protect ourselves from being hurt again. When it, when actually this is why it's a lie from Satan. Mm-hmm. It's a perverted, twisted truth. Actually, it's destroying ourselves and causing us more hurt yeah. than we could ever even try to protect ourselves from. 
And that's why I think it's really hard. Yeah, it is. And I think our selfish bodies, mm-hmm. you know, don't want, they don't, we don't want to forgive. We didn't do anything wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. I always say that. I didn't do anything wrong. It was him. And you know, you know what? The other thing is it take, it's hard work <laughs> mm-hmm. to forget, to heal and forgive. And I go back to the spider bite. I did not want to, get, how many people have said, you need to go to the doctor and have that checked out. You need to go have that checked out. I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't have time for that. Like, I just want it to go away, mm-hmm. like on its own. Surely, yeah. well, if I'd have been stupid and continued, it could have been really yeah. bad. <laughs> I think in some ways, too, um, there's um, a level of satisfaction that we get from, like, holding that over the person who hurt mm-hmm. hurt us mm-hmm. in, or whether it's our spouse or whoever, like, uh, I'm, I'm one up on you. Like, I got you. So the uh-huh. next time we're in a conflict, I'm going to remind you of this every time, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that's part of it. I think another thing is just we don't really understand what forgiveness is. We have all these built-up notions about what we think forgiveness is. And so we, we think forgiveness is uh, forgetting. And we say, well, I'll, I'll never forget about this. And, that's right. But it's not for it's not that. What it is, it's just remembering your commitment or, or decision to forgive. Like, I, I still remember uh, what my stepdad did. I still remember what mm-hmm. Anna did. In fact, there was a time when we drove by the place where Anna met the guy. Right. And I just looked at her and said, I still forgive you. I never forget. But uh, it's just uh, remembering your commitment to forgive again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think about kind of rolling all that in. You know, we want to get back even, and, and we got to remember that we've just really got to trust God in the whole process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think about the verse, you know, when you forgive somebody that's wrong, you just like pouring hot ashes. You forgive your enemy, it's like pouring mm-hmm. ashes, hot mm-hmm. ashes on their head or hot coals on their head. Like it's, yeah, when you do your job, don't worry about it. God's going to take care of the situation. And for me, I've reached a point where it's not about saying, all right, God, get them back. It's, all right, God, get them to you. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let, you know, let them, let them see what I've done or let them see what others have done and have it bring them full circle around to you. Yeah, you're saying I trust you, God, and your mm-hmm. judgment rather than mine mm-hmm. to, to take right. my vengeance, That's right. whatever yours is. Because you don't know. You don't know. I mean, it may be 30 years down the road. With your father, your uh, stepdad. stepdad, and uh, I said father, not your stepdad. You never know. Thirty years down the road, you don't know what that one decision right on him for. So the other one is uh, that we hear a lot is like, well, I just don't feel like forgiving right now, <laughs> you know. And if we wait till we feel like it, I didn't feel like forgiving either one of them either. But again, it was a decision because I was conscious. Of, of what God said and his commands for us to forgive so that we could be forgiven. Mm-hmm. But I never really felt like it. If I would have waited till then, then I never would have done it, you know. That's right. And I You'll think. Never feel like forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, too, like I think what makes forgiveness for me now so much easier to extend to, or it's even, it's almost as if, I don't mean, when, if someone does something wrong to me, it's almost as if I'm like, I don't even feel the notion to need to forgive because I'm not even holding anything against them because mm-hmm. once you realize how much, when I realized how much I need to be forgiven then I can look at other people who hurt me or do hurtful things and realize that the how the saying goes hurt people, hurt people like where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. Like there's something in their life 
that is fueling this. It's not me. I don't hold the personal responsibility of how this person feels or not. There's something else going on. And so forgiveness can be easy when you can look at people with compassion mm-hmm. and realize, yep, this is hard and this sucks. And why did you do that? But you're human just like I am. And the devil has been lying to you just like he's been lying to me. And I do stupid, hurtful things mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. So. Well, guys, where do we find the strength to forgive? Our relationship with Christ, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's number one. Love. I mean, mm-hmm. when you love someone, yeah, there you or go. Yeah. You. I just love people in general. So, you know, to to be known to forgive is a is a huge thing. Um, if I don't forgive, then I have this heaviness, and boy, I'm just. I don't know, just can't keep going until I get over it, especially when I, you know, when I hurt somebody else. Yeah. Mm. I think you're right. I think that's probably up there, number one or number two, yeah. like for love's sake. I was actually reading in Philemon, I wish the whole book's about forgiveness, um, and it's only one chapter, but <laughs> yeah, it's only one, two pages, you know. But I was I was reading in it, and, uh, you know, Paul's encouraging Philemon to forgive I hope I pronounced it right, on SMS or whatever the yeah. slave's name was. But, um, and he could have quoted like what Jesus said, what we've been talking about tonight, like you're commanded to forgive, like forgive or you won't be forgiven. But he didn't do that. He could have, could have quoted his letter from Colossians mm-hmm. that says forgive, you know. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do that. He said uh, forgive for love's sake, mm-hmm. you know, because that's that's what's been done for you, you know. And so I think Terry's right. Like that's as a Christian, uh, when we understand how we've been loved, like how could we not reciprocate that? You know, and I think that's so true. And then you, but to get that, you got to backtrack and you got to know what love is. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We totally had a, uh, a Holy Spirit moment this week buying furniture in Shreveport. Yeah. And. Um, you know, everything just worked out to where he ended That's up. That's crazy, guys. It's a long story, yeah, but it was story. I won't, I won't complete. But Tara walks to go to the bathroom, yeah. and she's checking, the lady's checking us out, and she said, I just don't know how to do it. And what we were talking about, and I said, well, we realized who the enemy was. That's how we did it. And then we understood what love was. We, mm-hmm. we finally read what love was because God is the creator of love so he gets to define mm-hmm. love so yeah. we finally figured it out and I quoted the love chapter to her and she just in the middle of the store checking me out breaks down and starts crying and just praise Jesus right there in front of everybody mm-hmm. she said mm-hmm. you didn't come here to buy furniture for like today. 30 minutes you know, you know? Yeah. so that's the and power was... of love right? yeah. 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 And, yeah. and so knowing that leads you to things like yeah that. I mean that's what um, should be what's changing our lives mm-hmm. is the love that God had for us you know um I mean that's that's what I think about you know and and I, I think if we don't understand forgiveness we don't understand love and if we don't understand forgiveness I would even go as far as saying we don't understand the gospel right you know I agree I yep. agree well I hope that this lesson struck a chord with everyone um, I hope it made everybody stop and think and take a look at their life and see areas where they have some unforgiveness with their spouse or with family or with friends or just anybody in general and um, take those steps 
you know, it's one of those things I think is really hard to just throw <laughs> yourself into. You know, I don't think we, y'all may have, we didn't necessarily Mm-mm. just throw ourselves into forgiveness. Forgiveness just kind of came along bit by bit. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, grown, it's increased as we've gone, but, you know, just making that first step to make that decision to let go of, of a debt and say, you don't owe that to me anymore mm-hmm. and just forgive somebody for it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Trey, Anna, Terry, anything to add before Trey signs us out with the... No. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <Back to> me. <laughs> well, just as always, if we can uh, help you in any way, if, uh, if you want to hear something from our, one of our podcasts, uh, just shoot us a, a message. You can go to our uh, website, wfrchurch.org, and or you can download our church app, WFR Church app. And we'd love to hear from you uh, if you have a request about a podcast or if you have a question as well. Uh, just let us know. All right. And as always, we hope you enjoyed sitting at the table with us today. And uh, Anna's going to go ice her foot and get ready for a yes. vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you all have a great day. Thanks, guys.